Good morning, everyone. Welcome. How are you this Monday morning? I had an interesting experience this past week. I actually had what has come to be known as a quarantine dream. I woke up from this dream feeling tremendous anxiety. My mind was like a wild horse galloping away. I must have startled my dog, Suki. When I opened my eyes, there she was, her nose about six inches from my face. She's uh, not great at social distancing. She was staring at me intently. I could feel her warm breath on my face. And as I looked at her, I felt my awareness come back to the present moment. I was in my bedroom in northern Vermont. My dog, Suki, was staring intently at me. The anxiety I was feeling as a result of my quarantine dream and the anxiety many of us are feeling now is often held unconsciously in our bodies. For this reason, it's good to give our bodies some dedicated mindfulness attention over and above the exercises we do, following a balanced diet and so forth. One mindfulness practice for the body is called a body scan. This can be a very relaxing practice. It's simple to do, and you can do it throughout your day when you want to mindfully connect with your body. Let's try it together. Begin by taking your seat on your chair or on your meditation cushion if you have one. Relax your mind and free it of any habitual thoughts or plans. To begin and help us to relax, let's start with simple mindfulness breathing. Bring your attention to your breathing. Feel the sensation of your breathing in, out, gap, in, out, gap. Let your breath be natural. Feel the sensation of each breath very carefully, relaxing into each breath as you feel it and noticing how the soft sensations of breathing come and go without effort. Good. Now that you are relaxed, check your posture. Make sure you are comfortable and that your spine is in proper alignment. It is upright and your back is not touching the back of your chair. Good posture facilitates the flow of energy in your body and the balance and focus of your mind. You might want to close your eyes now as we begin the body scan. Focus on the sensations throughout your entire body. Simply observe the way your body feels. It has a vibration and an energy. Do you notice that? 
get in contact with that energy. Where do you notice your attention being drawn? What does the energy feel like there? Investigate it. Is it soft or hard, warm or cool? Is the vibration fast or slow? Are there parts of your body that you can feel from within? Focus the mind on your inner body sensations. By bringing deliberate attention to the various parts of the body, in addition to being able to relax habitual tension, we can enliven and awaken resources of wisdom and insight locked away in parts of our body we have come to ignore. Just as neuroscience tells us that neurons that fire together wire together, we are discovering that energy flows where attention goes. Energy flows where attention goes. So direct your attention now to the crown of your head. Notice the sensations there. If your mind wanders, just come back to the way the crown of your head feels, connecting the mind to that part of your body. Now gradually begin to move your attention down your body, feeling your scalp, your face, and slowly moving down. Continue to pass your consciousness down your neck, your shoulders, your arms, all the way to your fingers. See if you can release any tension. Then proceed back up your arms to your shoulders, and then down again, all the way to your feet and toes. See if you can release any tension as you meditate on each part of your body. Once you've reached your toes, reverse the procedure. Scan your calves, thighs, hips, lower back, abdomen, torso, both front and back, throat, until you are once again focusing on the crown of your head.
Now meditate on the sensations throughout your entire body. Good. How was that? Feeling relaxed? If you would like to learn more about the body scan practice, I suggest any books by John Cabot Zinn, K-A-B-A-T hyphen Zinn, Z-I-N-N, who is the founder of mindfulness-based stress reduction. The anxiety many of us may be feeling may in large part have to do with all the changes going on in our lives due to the pandemic, including the tragic loss of loved ones. In terms of our daily routine, instead of going to work, we're working at home and doing childcare duty. Instead of attending classes, we're Zooming into classes. Instead of packing for our planned vacation, we're canceling our planned vacation. We are not living life as we knew it. Change and impermanence seem so real now. Of course, at some level, we all know that everything changes. For example, we know that from childhood to old age, we change. Our bodies never stay the same, and our minds acquire new experiences with every passing day. All that is to say, we are always in flux, in constant transformation, only we don't usually pay much attention to this fact. Even our anxiety, in fact, all of our thoughts and emotions change all the time. They are like ripples on the surface of our basic awareness. You could say that we are a continuum, like a river. There is no static picture you could take of a river and say that you have captured it. It is constantly changing. We experience change as both good and bad, often at the same time. For example, the blessing of a new baby may also mean the loss of freedom. Winning the lottery may also mean the loss of anonymity. Nothing new appears Unless something old ceases, as we say on New Year's Eve, out with the old, in with the new, marking both a happy and sad occasion. The changes you may be experiencing now also offer opportunities. Through weathering changes, we can learn how to develop equanimity and composure, regardless of external conditions. Difficulties and obstacles can often be turned into sources of strength. Once we understand the nature of impermanence, that everything is in a state of flux, we may find that our challenging situations are more workable. Mindfulness meditation can help us to learn how to be at home in change. It can also help us to make impermanence and change our friend. We don't do mindfulness practice as a way to cope with or overcome impermanence. 
It is a way to fully appreciate and embrace it. Your mindset determines how you observe and understand your world. And so it has a lot to do with how we experience change and impermanence. To make impermanence your friend, your mindset needs to be open and curious about whatever is going on in your experience, both good and bad. Meditation done regularly instills in us a genuine sense of curiosity and wonder, even toward the mundane, challenging, and even fearful details of our life. In addition to mindfulness practice, which I encourage you to do on a regular basis, I would like to give you a simple exercise that can also help you to stay open and curious. I would like to teach you the art of questioning. Are you up for that? You know, it takes uh, 21 days to create a new habit. I'm just going to ask you to do the questioning exercise for only seven days. That way, it will be easy to discard it from your brain if it doesn't work for you, but I think it will. Here's the exercise. Simply ask, with a mindset of openness and curiosity, three questions every day for seven days. When you ask questions with a mindset of openness and curiosity, it means not asking questions for which you already know the answers. This exercise will help you to look at your experience of the world through the wondering eyes of a child, what Suzuki Roshi calls beginner's mind. As an executive coach, here are examples of questions I might pose to a client. What's next for you? What do you want? What are you afraid of? I also ask these very same questions of myself a lot. Notice that the questions I just gave you as examples begin with the word what. Putting the word what at the beginning of a question assures that you will ask an open-ended question versus a close-ended question that someone can just answer with a simple yes or no. Asking open-ended questions, what Edgar Schein calls humble inquiry, is a wonderful vehicle for placing our mind in a state of wonder, trains you to be open and curious by pay paying attention to being open and curious using your beginner's mind. And when you are open and curious, you are softer and more open to yourself and to others. This is called Maitri in Tibetan. M-A-I-T-R-I. Maitri means being in a state of unconditional friendliness. Toward yourself, Maitri manifests as complete acceptance of ourselves as we are, warts and all. Maitri accommodates both our confusion and our sanity. I encourage you to do the body scan this coming week and to stay open and curious by practicing humble inquiry. In this way, we attend to both our body and our mind. 
Be safe. Have a great week. I would very much like to hear how you do with these practices. Maybe add a comment to the podcast and share with others. Or send me your comments or questions directly at key at american.edu. Look forward to being with you next Monday. Have a great practice week.